This episode is brought to you by our patrons, Storm and Suro. If you want to support an episode, head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for $10, you can get your name at the beginning of an episode, too. We also got plenty of other fun stuff over there. Thank you, Storm and Suro, for sponsoring this episode of Power Playthrough. Listening to Power Play Through a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you from the privacy of our own homes in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. With me is um, a man I love. A man with no name. <laughs> Named Freddy. The man that holds all of the Earth's Choriki. Yes. I got the. I got you. Fuck, it's gone. I was gonna. The Chorky's gone. Yeah. Oh no. And, and, <laughs> and my joke, <laughs> like, and, like my like my original joke is gone. A new one is here. Um, that is the cycle of life. One bad joke replaces the other. That's good. That's we don't good. know which one would have been funnier. No, we don't. <laughs> we just Not at know all. the one said isn't very funny at all <laughs> that's no guarantee though that it was funnier than the one that was lost that's the pp way my man yeah. one not funny joke into all. the next <laughs> all <laughs> what's the opposite of potential because we waste our playthrough <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of potential is what we waste on a daily basis we somehow we somehow lit we somehow let the fucking anti-potential slip through our fingers. And does does that mean it's like so bad it comes around and becomes good? Is that what they're talking about? I don't think so in this case. I don't think so. You don't like, you don't like, you know, shit. You like, like, you don't, you don't, you don't do like a big swampy shit in the toilet and you crack the bowl and like all of a sudden this is a funny situation. No. This just got worse. Mm. Yeah. Two, min- <laughs> two minutes, 37 seconds in. Your day just got worse. The episode's Welcome. over. <laughs> <laughs> so. Some shit happened in this episode. Like, I, I, I'd, I'd like to do the PP thing where we talk about food and things like that. But, um. I don't really have anything to talk about. I went on a hunt today for the new Kirby game. I ended up Kirby just inside or whatever. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby put it in my mouth. Yeah. Kirby, that car too big. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kirby chorking at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were looking at the bonuses for it, and Target had this little, like, coin pouch that looked like Kirby's face. And they also have these little covers that they put on the Target balls. Oh, yeah. So, 
number one, I was looking for a target with the Kirby covers so that I could thieve one. Yes. Uh, That's the first thing I saw. Or first thing I thought when I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was unsuccessful because all of the targets that I go to are kind of in the hood. So. They put out those Kirby's mm-hmm. there long gun anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Number two, I ended up having to go to four targets in order to find one of these things. These uh, these pouches. And I was successful in, in getting that. But I also picked up something for our friend Tony. I guess he's collecting those Gargoyles Ultimates, the NECA ones. Yeah, he is. I, wanna, oh, is, I think Tony was telling me that um, Bronx was out. I picked up Bronx for him today and... Uh, and Papa picked up Demona for him. So he's he just left my house and he's on his way to pick up Demona from Papa. Oh. Yep. Yep. Don't. The, no, those figures are, are great. And I've been I've been man, I really don't want to eye like NECA figures and get into that, but like not not forty dollar NECA figures? But like the the Tokar and Razor, and like there's another uh, Roxanne and Bebop. They're coming out. With, they're coming out with the the Mecha Bebop. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was one of my all time favorite fucking toys as a kid because he had that like clear orange plastic bit on his yeah. head that you hold up to the light so it glow. Yeah, Fuck, dude. Fuck, they get you really good with that. Yeah, I kind of wanted the Super Shredder and the. Uh... There's, you can the still Tokar get the, and Razor? Yeah. You can still get the Super Shredder. You can get the, like, Shadow Edition off eBay for pretty cheap. I, I don't yeah. know why that one's fairly cheap, but mm, it is. I've been kind of into the hunting lately. Like, eBay, I've been using for the vintage stuff that I'm looking for. But anything that's, like, within the last four years, I think that it's in the thrill of the hunt. I want it. Yeah. Yeah, that's always been the coolest thing. But since... I am a hermit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't get out for that hunt. I guess, like, I have to hunt on eBay and catch... Like, you, you know what? That's actually... There's there's ways you can still hunt because, like, there's a thing called, um... I think it's called, like, fatfinger.com. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Where you find the misspelled eBay listing so you get them for cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, that's how I picked up, up my, uh, that's how I picked up my, um, Kakurai Daishogun when I had him. Yeah. Because, uh, it was spelt wrong. And I ended up getting the, no, it was Muteki Shogun that it was that. Oh, when I, when I got my, daddy. yeah, when I got my Muteki Shogun, that's how I got that one. But, like, while I was out in the hunt... You know, I was out looking for stuff for other people, but I ran into, have you seen those like four inch Marvel Legends that they've been making that are on the old school card that say Kenner yes. on them? Yes, yes. So the red they, and blue they, they suit. Kinda, they kind of did like a test run with the fucking X-Men ones, right? Uh, No, like, you're talking yeah. about the Marvel Legends that are like six inch size on the old cards. Right, but they did a, yeah, but they did kind of like a test. Run. That was like their first run. With the old cardstock kind of shit, yeah. Like they they look like classic line. Yeah, 
Yeah. But, but these ones are actually scaled to the proper size. Yeah, these are the four-inch guys. So the red and blue suit Amazing Spider-Man one, it was a con exclusive in a two-pack with uh, regular Captain America. And to me, that's the stupidest thing ever to put OG Spider-Man in a con pack. But Hasbro doesn't give a fuck about anything. So they're like, well, you know, the two packs, the con exclusive. So here is Amazing Spider-Man. And it was the first time I ran into him. And, you know, motherfucker's only nine ninety nine, So I had to had to scoop him up. Now I gotta find the uh, smiley venom. We gotta talk about like I like a, just to do a whole episode of just good feel toy finds, you know? Yeah. Like, I I think that's something you can only do like once a month or maybe once every two months, you know? Because you gotta curate that shit, and we don't make any fucking money. So, like, so well, we, we gotta... could go out and do toys, and we we can go out and do some yeah. videos of the hunts. That's true. That's true. It don't gotta be an audio format. We could do some blogging, and do yeah. like, and and it's not so much about like finding that 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 one piece of the of the fucking you know the set, the chase figure or something, but just like finding something cool, you know, like and maybe doesn't get a whole lot of play, as in like talk. And, no, and I. Just... I mean, like. As collecting habits change and stuff like that, like, you're not always looking for the chase figure. Yeah. So, it works out. It's good. Mm -hmm. So, what have you been uh, munching on or doing this week since last we talked two days ago? Did I tell you about the cherry Pepsi thing? Not the cherry Pepsi thing. You told me about the peanut Pepsi. Peanut Coke. We okay. Need to go get some coke with peanuts. Let's yeah. Go do it. Well, maybe at the BVW show that okay. you're going to now. <laughs> okay. So that yeah, we can right. drink peanut coke. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Fucking peanut coke on a Sunday. Uh, I think it's on, on a Friday. Okay, on a Friday. That sounds even better for a peanut. Because and their shows uh, at like 7 p.m. When did BBW get its shit together? That's that's me. Yeah. I've always enjoyed BBW shows, but those Sunday like church fucking times. Yeah. Who do you think <laughs> I am? Tell me who the fuck you think I am, Daddy Tenacious, that I am going to a wrestling show at before noon on Sunday. Yeah, like, I w- I will send you the invite on the Facebook. That's what I got. Oh, okay, so I saw. Yeah, I got. I got tenacious. Ricky. Uh, Ricky, like I think, tagged me in it or something like it. But... Yeah, yeah. I get off work at eight that night, so I'll be an hour late. But yeah, it's BV Dub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but peanut coke is my new shit. Have you I drank it yet? It. No, I haven't tried it. Then how is it your new shit? Because it looks delicious. If you saw this, if you saw the 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 dulcet caramel coloration of the Coke mm-hmm. bubbling and swimming around a fat stack of peanuts in that bottle, you'd be like, God damn, dude. It looks like it tastes 
how I always wanted a payday bar to taste. <laughs> you know, because the payday bar has never been that good to me. I love peanuts, but the payday bar has never been good to me. So I, like, the payday bar is only good to me in like some real dire situations. Yeah. Like I need salt. And I need crunch. And I need caramel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything <laughs> you've said to me. Everything. <laughs> I get I got like unreasonably enthusiastic <laughs> about what you're saying. Like that you're just like speaking my fucking language. Yeah. When you just like need that shit, yeah, payday hits. But like, if you're in the grocery checkout line, you're like, I'll get a candy bar. If you just grab a payday, you're 80. You're 80. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 It's true. It's mm-hmm. true. It's one of the motherfuckers that hit like that. It's just like they, you, they that's their fucking market. You and telling cool. me that you would rather have a payday than a Milky Way? Are you telling me you'd rather have a payday than a Twix? Are you re- telling me a payday... Over a Reese's cup? Suck my dick. You're a liar. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> You're fucking... <laughs> yeah, like really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fucking mine. And if, you, and if you're not lying... You're fucking paranoia at that point. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I gave myself a neck cramp. Because <laughs> I, I, I like grimaced at that. And then, ah! <laughs> just like, and I got a thick ass neck, so it's just like fucking wrenching on me. Oh my god! It's like in my ear. It's like cramping up to my ear. Holy fuck! I mean, that was funny. That's that is the proof that it was funny. You know what else proves it's funny? That, that you said it's proof that it's funny. That's how you know. That's proof that it's funny. It's irrefutable proof. Yeah, that is funny. That's that's how you know it's funny is that someone didn't laugh, but they told you that it's funny. Uh huh. Well, I physically got hurt from the funny. This is an audio medium. I can't see the hurt. I know. If I saw the hurt, busting up. Yeah, I mean, you busted up a little bit just from the fucking the 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 absurdity of such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are we talking about? Are we talking about O Ranger. Are we talking about episode forty-six, Earth's final day. My God, it is Earth's final day. Originally airing February 9th, nineteen ninety-six. Written by Noburo Sugimura, directed by Takeshi Ogasawara. Baronois won, y'all. They won so much. They won so much. They kind of took out Mira. Captured all the O-Ranger. Shot Doran. Hey, do y'all remember Doran? The writers didn't remember Doran. They're like, oh yeah, we gotta wrap her story up a little bit. She's been around. Get rid of her. Get rid of that little girl. Yeah, but make sure Paku gets some prime screen time. <laughs> he died. <laughs> they knew. They knew. They knew. <laughs> yeah. They knew. So, over the entire watching of O-Ranger, Brynn's only caught, like, bits and pieces. But when Paku ran up to Doran's body, she went, Oh, he's cute. 
and then he's and then he started crying and she's like i don't want to see him cry merch mover i don't think they made paku merch it's ridiculous money on the table that this like it's so insane to think that this was a record breaking fucking um record breaking merchandise selling machine yeah but they didn't do any paku imagine what would have happened we wouldn't have given a fuck about pikachu do you think that there would have been a baby yoda if there was fucking paku merch paku would still be selling today yeah paku would be like it he'd be in that garfield territory where he's it's like almost like an illuminati thing where he's just so ingrained in society and just making money for someone yeah hand over fist it's crazy it's crazy the appeal that big fucking rubbery salamander has every yeah. time he is on screen it's just magic he is colored green cuz mm-hmm. of money yeah he draws it put him up front and center they they we got the most dramatic pull from that little fucking puppet staring at the sky <laughs> fucking slack mouth because it's a doll and there's nothing puppeting it but i watched that and i got tore the fuck up because yeah. i was like look at him he's devastated he is emoting so hard that little rubbery fucking hand puppet Mm-hmm. I love Paku. Everyone should have loved Paku. It's a shame that Paku was denied. Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's, it's all those what-ifs. You know, the course of history. Would there would 2020 be as bad as it was? 2016 be as bad as one? Would there be corona? Who knows? All the, it's, like, it's all the fucking butterfly effect, right? The ripple effect. Paku, Paku over everything. Paku over everything. Yes. P-O-E. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you down with P-O-E? <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Is that the end of the episode? <laughs> All right. You, you, you said it. You said it like you, every time you've done that voice, you're like, we're like, you've cut me off hard and we're just done. <laughs> every no. Time. no, we're good right now. We're good. I was just looking for like some they didn't make any merch for Paku and that's insane to me yeah whatever whatever I guess pieces of shit something we gotta take on it's it's an atrocity it's a loss it's something we gotta take on the chin it's just like yeah it's it's Think of other things lost to time and um, man's follies. Like the, um, there was one complete Spinosaurus skeleton in the world, but it was unfortunately in a German uh, museum during World War II. And it so got it's gone. Shit. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Paku is not gone. We have the documentation of Paku, but when the iron was fucking cherry red no one struck yeah and now we are dealing with a subpar world yep yep so 
there was a uh, major first appearance in Ninja Turtles comics this week. Mm-hmm. Venus de Milo has finally made her canon c- debut. All right. We promised um, next mutation. Uh, you'll uh, come back next week for the first step. <laughs> oh, God. We want people to listen. Um, but Venus de Milo's made her her comics debut. And it's it's a little different. She's like a Frankenstein's monster of turtles. Mm. Like, is she literally stitched together? Or are you saying she's kind of like... Yeah, no, she's, sti- she's stitched together. Wow. Um... And she's she's like a little bit robotic, but it means that the issue's flying off the shelf. So we had one left this morning when we opened, and this dude that I don't like called to get it, but he picked one up yesterday, and we have a uh, first week of release, one per customer rule set into place. Because, you know, everybody needs to have it, but... This guy, he likes to do that thing where he sends in his kid or his girlfriend to come pick it up. And, like, he thinks we're stupid. So, I have a coworker there, and I was like, hey, um, put this in box 53. And she goes, uh, who's 53? And I go, ah, it's just a customer I know will want it. And she comes back, and she goes, hey, that's your box. And I go, yeah, I know. I know. And I go, but it takes it off of our website. It takes it out of inventory, and now it's not on the shelf. She was like, what, what's going to happen? I go, literally, if anybody comes in asking for 127 that's not him or his family, just sell it to him. Yeah. And that's part of the evil that's keeping me going. <laughs> I get you, dog. I get you. Sometimes, yeah. I've talked about this many times. Sometimes you need to be a little petty. Just like sometimes you need to bleed, mm-hmm. and you need, you need to bleed a little safe. Petty is kind of like that. Petty is like a good... It's not being malicious, right? So I feel like petty is being malicious in a safe manner. Yeah. When like you, you let out a little bit of that primal aggression in a ultimately since it is petty, by definition it is like a it kind of like a, a flippant thing, you know. Yeah. It ultimately doesn't mean much. You're just being petty for your mental health sake. Now with anything, something not done in moderation could be harmful, obviously. So, mm-hmm. like, but I'm dead serious about this. If you can be petty and it keeps you going, do it. 100% do it. If like, if it doesn't cause you any kind of detrimental damage to, to, to you and your daily, like, affirmations and all that shit, like, fucking go for it. Be petty, motherfucker. I know you know someone you want to be petty about. I know several. I don't. I don't know anyone really anymore. <laughs> it's been years. <laughs> it's been years. I used to. <laughs> I don't know where they are. I, I mean, there's a lot of petty in me right now. All I've been right. thinking about is angry things. Like, you know, people not learning my name. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of petty in me. Yeah. Um, but there's there's more petty in Bulldog, right? Oh, my God. Is there? He is his... But, I mean, like, is it petty? They murdered his father. But it is war, so it's not murder. Is it, is it murder in war? Um, if it's, well, there's war crimes, right? Um, it depends if it goes against, like, the Geneva Convention and shit. Well, because, I mean, like, 
the the paranoia making those children into slaves like that's that's crime i mean here dog like let let me be real like you know they always say um history is written by the but but victors right yeah it's not a war crime if you get rid of the geneva convention which is what they did so honestly they they say you know like as it stands in human law several war crimes mm-hmm. like several like pro- well, actually the whole gambit like run the whole gambit the the the, the, Baranoia, the Baranoia empire had had checked that off yeah um, they're also not human also not human can can that's an interesting thing to bring up the Geneva convention can automatons commit war crimes i mean if they can't go against we'll their programming yeah. and we'll they weren't who to write. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll write to the, the convention, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if a if a we'll robot write UN we'll write the UN um representing power play <laughs> set settle a debate for me. If I, the, to, if I was to if I was to create an Ultron we're we're gonna get like one of you know like how you write you know like when a child like writes the the sheriff and they get an honorary deputy like badge yeah they're gonna think the same thing with us yeah. they're gonna give us like honorary diplomat stickers or something like that so I'll, we, we just write an asinine fucking letter about <laughs> so I'll be us. real with you I I thought you were gonna say like when little kids write a letter to Santa and they get like a cold letter from their parents. Like a letter that's just been kept in the freezer for a little bit. Yeah. Um, what? I've never heard of that. It's oh, letter part. I've never heard. Like, they. So uh, l- let me so, be real with you. My parents never did this for me. They would never do this stuff for me because they don't believe in happiness. Um, but the when I was in elementary school, they had us write letters to Santa, and then we got letters back from Santa which I guess our teacher wrote for us, but she kept them in the freezer all day so that when they got handed to us, they were ice cold like they got magically delivered from the North Pole. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's be- I, like, I instantly knew what it was about since they were cold. That's why I got so excited. Cause I was like, yeah. Oh my God, what a, what a thing. What a thing. Like, oh, they're cold. Oh, they just came in. They just came in. Yeah. 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 Didn't even get touched by the U.S. Postal Service. Um, or the magic, the cold is magic that only a child can feel. But I thought you were going to say something like that. Yeah. And I, and then I was going to bring up the fact that Bryn wrote a letter to Hello Kitty and Hello Kitty wrote a letter back and it was pretty nice. She wrote, yeah. Yeah. She wrote a letter to Hello Kitty. She sent it to the, the theme park that Hello Kitty has in. Japan, and then she got a letter back from Hello Kitty. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see who, what fictional character I can write. I would like, I would really like that in my life right now. Oh my god! If you could send Heathcliff a letter. That the 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 guy who um, Heathcliff's. He's like the son, I think. Of, yeah. Yeah, I think he's carrying on his father's legacy. I think the current guy doing like the 
comics, I'm pretty sure is like the creator's son continuing like the legacy. I'm not certain on that. But going off what that guy like does and shit like that and like how he conducts himself in interviews, I feel like I can hundred percent get a letter back that like it's Heathcliff, you know. Maybe little drawing of, of him in a hand helmet or something, you know? Yeah, man. Let let him know about Heath Gang, how we're here. Yeah. We, and we're out here in the streets. Yeah, let him know. Let him fucking know, right? Heath. Heath gang. Mm-hmm. Heathcliff got fucking shooters out here in yep. Vegas. <laughs> we're ready. When Heath, when Heath says, get it done, it gets done out here. That's right. <laughs> Heathcliff knows some people that like to kick in doors. All right? Yeah. And people don't remember my name. I'll get away it's with just, it. It's just... It's, it's a six foot four or six foot five white man. Yeah. Ah, shit. Oh, what did he look like? I don't know all of them. <laughs> Irish? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like Heathcliff is like... Heathcliff is like... Cool, is like fucking... Um, like, it's like... What's a good equivalent? Oh, Heathcliff is like MC Hammer. Where mm-hmm. MC Hammer was kind of like, oh, he's not a real rapper. But he has the most legit street cred out of everyone. Like, if you are not on good terms with MC Hammer, you can't go to Oakland. You just can't. Really? Yeah. Like, look this up. MC Hammer, nice fucking dude. You fucking cross him, though. He has so many people in his midst that will, like, he doesn't got to do anything. They just find out about it. You get handled, so you better make sure to make sure you're cool with Hammer. Hammer don't hurt him. It's just like them saying, hold hold up, Hammer. We'll take care of it for you. You know, like, you, you won't see this guy again. Heathcliff is like that. You may think he doesn't have the street cred. You may think you may think it like Heathcliff's like, ha, that's, that's, that's a Garfield knockoff. You fucking dead wrong. All right? And now you're going to end up in a trash bag. Yep. Yeah, that's, just, that's, that's it. You think Abu Dhabi's far for normal? <laughs> I know that's a Garfield reference. Yeah. But I just said it so y'all understand. Heathgang won't send you to Abu Dhabi. Heathgang sends you to the ground. that's good (sighs) power playthrough huh no it sounded like you clicked the pen that really made it sound like a no no I was playing with uh, playing with a box cutter oh okay well that's kind of (laughs) you know we're talking about Heathcliff. I had to have a weapon, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I got you. <laughs> you go. Yeah. We're talking about some real shit. It's just like those interviews, where they like, um, back in the nineties, where they like, we're gonna do our eye on crime, and they go into like a fucking, like crack den, you know. Yeah. Talk to people, and they're like polishing AKs and shit. 
And Geraldo's just there with a the gun. Yeah, yeah, Geraldo's just kicking back. Yeah, that's like you come into the Heathcliff environment, you ask these kinds of questions. You get box cuttered. Yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> um, in the, the immortal words of uh, Key and Peele, you know, Draxton's clowns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those terrors. <laughs> and Draxton's clowns of terrors. <sighs> I, like, horribly horribly funny like unnecessarily like unnecessary in how funny it is mm, you'll never leave me but anyway i think this show is about sentai no it's not anymore sorry guys it's about it's about key and peel now it's a key and peel podcast no um i mean like there's a lot of bullshit that happens in this episode and not bullshit in a bad way but, like, Paranoia just wins. Like, from the moment Kaiser Boldone has taken over, him in his shitty outfit, he got he got married, and then he was like, all right, my dad fucked around too much. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go kill him. He really, like, he really did, like, I mean, and, and, and you see it, and this is the kind of shit we were talking about, whereas, so... Um, like, if if they before Kaiser Bulldog's reign, if Bacchus, like Bacchus was kind of like trying to minimize damage in in the coop of Earth. Well, because he and, wanted Earth. Yeah, he wanted Earth. Whereas now you have someone who's just like, you know what? I was first trying to do it because like my dad was trying to do it that way, but I don't give a fuck about this bitch. All of y'all. The amount of people that Kaiser Bulldog murders in this episode is astounding. It's a bomb. And like, I mean, he doesn't do it by his own hand, of course. He's MC Hammer in this situation. He just made he just made it so. Yeah. But they entire weight of the army comes down. Acha and Kocha put Japan on notice. And then they're like, ah, okay, you've had enough time. And they just burn the city. It's so fucking brutal. Because, like, the the, 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 um, the rangers we have that aren't captured, so uh, Jerry, Momo, and Goro are, like, holed up in a fucking house. And they're mm-hmm. just, they just got to, like, watch from the sidelines as civilians get slaughtered. Because... it it would be ultimately pointless because they're powerless without the Choriki bracers they they'd be sacrificing themselves for no reason they're down to they have no idea what's going on with Mira the dark particles are keeping them in their human forms yeah and injured (laughs) yeah they're injured like jury can barely move because her her knees all messed up and then probably, probably cuz they made her take that bump down that fucking rock hill in a skirt. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about that last time, but I wanted to mention like how what a fucking trooper both of them are. Cuz they like those skirts are like fucking nothing and they just that shit was just gravel. <laughs> that shit was gravel, man. But yeah. yeah. I mean The the paranoia put Shohei and Yuji out in the middle of a 
just a just like a fountain. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they found it. They found a uh, like a uh, like a Roman pillar. Yeah, and Acha said the O Ranger are so stupid they'll save their friends. We put them in the middle of the city, and Bulldog's like, nah, I gotta see this. And he goes there, and guess what? They're out there trying to save their friends. Like you guys are just stupid. And they're getting their they're getting their shit pushed in, and Goro's like, I I know I got it. I know it's a trap. I know I gotta save them. And Goro Red Rangers the shit out of that, and he fucks up more of those Baron those Barlow soldiers than anything. Yeah. Saves his friends. Ricky comes in, saves all their asses. Oh my god! Like I was gonna say, like finally, like we get it's sick i mean first off we get like the the fight that kept us into o-ranger in the first place which is they're like they're super well done fight scenes we yeah get great ones in this and when ricky comes in and does the uber ranger thing fucking like and it finally feels like finally you know that he does it it's so fu- mm-hmm. like he comes in on fucking king pyramider the fuck you wave comes out, drops them all, and he comes out and he just starts. And it, it hits none of the O Ranger. It just yeah. hits the bad guys. Yeah, and he comes down and he just starts fucking washing people one on fifty. Like yeah. it's fuck yeah, you know. And he's even like he, he like he's sacrificing like he's ready to sacrifice himself and shit. He is he is on point. He has Dorn like bring them back to King Pier Pyramider like. Motherfucker is yeah he he's in hero mode. It's sick. It's really sick to finally see the greatest fucking Power Ranger costume. You know, just just looking the part and fucking yeah. doing the part. You know. Yeah, it's better than just like. I mean, I'll show up every once in a while. I'll run with this girl's track team. You know, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. But man, yeah. does he... Does he fucking do it? And then... Bull don't... Bull don't calls in his trump card. He gets the dark particles all up in Ricky so that he can't be King Ranger. And then, you know, shit starts to go downhill because they're nothing without their powers in this. Yeah, which... Yeah. Which is a good way to divide this from Power Rangers because in Power Rangers it's like a slight upgrade because they're the greatest people that have ever lived, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These are like immaculately built people. Like <laughs> like so, <laughs> all things considered, the purest of hearts and like tireless bodies. Yeah. And, and beautiful faces. Yeah. So like it's the it's like a slight upgrade for them to be better, but it's like they they can't even stand up to Barlow soldiers outside of their transformed state in this show. So it's a huge change. But Ricky's got the king staff, which kind of is an upgrade in itself, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a very powerful weapon. So it's um, yeah. Also, like Ricky isn't human. Too, so it's like he's got um, he, he is but he has been living in a base powered by Choriki for yeah. 
50 million years. He's so like a, he's, yeah. he's, as the kids would say, built different. Built different, yes. Yes. So... Yeah, so he he does work, and when he's about to die, Doran's like, "No, nah, I gotta go save Ricky. That's kind of part of my life." And you know, he Doran prays to save Ricky and the O Ranger, and this like crack forms in the sky, like when Doctor Strange was trying to set the. Have you watched uh, No Way Home yet? Yeah. Freddy? Okay. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Spoilers for No Way Home. When Doctor Strange is uh, trying to reset yeah, the multiverse. On this. I don't remember. Dude, I don't remember. <laughs> well, I'm just surprised. You know the deal. Podcast is edited. I click post. Memory wiped. That's true. That's true. There's, yeah, there's, if you think Dan's bullshitting, here it is. <laughs> yeah. When uh, he's kind of trying to reset the multiverse and the sky's cracked and you can see things like uh like Jared Leto and you can see oh my god i need to send you the video of the stinger for morbius <laughs> and you can see all the uh the sinister 6 are from the multiverse around the sky cracks open and a and a crystal comes out that doran greets like a friend and she's able to send Send the O Ranger away. Immediately kill Bara Micron. Yeah. <laughs> you like with part, you're done. without an without an issue. She's like ah, Bara Micron deleted. Yeah. I'm gonna open this. Yeah, and they take off, and then uh, Doran and Ricky are walking away, and Multi was like, "What the fuck just happened?" And just shoots Doran we with an shot. arrow. Getting shot. We have reached like, the peak. Like, you see the pierce, you see her fall, and then guess what? She says, don't worry, Ricky. I'm not dying. I'm just returning to my home world. And she turns into... She turns into Orbeez. <laughs> Orbeez. Yeah! 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 And then we get... We get a bunch of animals come into her side or to her body, like like she's Snow White or something. And then Paku comes up and he's just crying. It's crazy. Like I said, just the most emoting you would see from a literally inarticulate, like like puppet, like a like it's not a puppet. It doesn't qualify as a puppet. It's just like. <laughs> It's a paper mache it, man. It, it, it has, it, it has the same articulation as a dodgeball. You know? Yeah, like it's just, and he's staring up on the ground. But you feel it. You fucking feel it. Pop. Yeah. Aku's really out here. Yeah. You're gonna. <laughs> we, we, you, thank you listening to this we're not done but like thank you for uh just putting up with this i just yeah. want to say that this one's a little little more scattered than usual but you know 
I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I promise by the next recording, I'll I'll be better. Like, I think the wrinkles we bring to what... Um, this is why we can't get the rub from Ranger Command. <laughs> Episodes like them? this. Yeah, it's like, have you heard them? <laughs> you tell me if that's a Power Ranger podcast. Because it's not. <laughs> the reason Eric hasn't brought me on is because anytime I've appeared on uh, Mostly Speaking Sentai, they're usually like succinct and to the point of getting on board with their episode. And no, if you have me on an episode, it's 30 minutes before I even consider yeah. talking about <laughs> That's what the subject. We will, um, anyone... Uh, our promise, like in like one of the only promises I can guarantee we can deliver on, is that if you have us make an appearance, we will run over time. <laughs> Thirty minutes before I even consider the subject. <laughs> but if if you're on my podcast and we're not at the subject, if we're not even making our way towards the subject at thirty minutes, I'm like, oh shit, we need to figure something out. Then you get this really panicked, like, fucking, uh, adjunctated, like, fuck. You get this, what you're listening to right here. And, um, yeah. If you want that, like, behind a table with some mics, we'll do it. So, I used to be on this podcast called IC3. And we were making the trail. We were, like, starting to pick up a lot of listeners. We were doing really well. Um... We were in a comedy war with another podcast, which was really funny, but we were starting to make some like professional leaps. Like we were getting guests, we were doing interviews and stuff like that. And I used to conduct the interviews alongside my friend Ian. And when we would be getting into like real conversation, like, you know, breaking down the, so when you're reading comic books, what are the things that are in your long box right now? What are the things that got you there when we're getting past those questions? Yeah. When we're just like really bullshitting about like, hey man, like you wrote a whole album about Cobra Island. Like tell me about Larry Hama's influence on everything for you. Uh, I, I'm getting text messages from my partner like we need to stay on script. We need to stay on script. And it's like finally where it's getting good. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're in bullshit mode. The script is gone. And interviews just kind of went away after that. Yeah, and I don't, man. You know, I never really thought of it in that context. Since you you had the history, I didn't. You knew that fairly well. And then you got, like, you you saw... (laughs) You experience firsthand what you do, yeah. With the like the bullshit, and then you went and got like, I know a guy, um, that will uh, substantially, sub substantially, worsen that. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and you said fuck it, <laughs> and I am. <laughs> <laughs> when when was that? Like, when was the time where you were just like, I, I want to do a podcast? with? I mean, like, obviously, we've been friends a long time, well before a podcast and shit. But, like, when was that? I'm very curious where you were just like, 
Yeah, we could do that. We could fucking. You talking about the the history of power playthrough? Like when? Yeah, when was it that you were like, I could do? Yeah, like I would. I think or, me and Freddy, me and Alfredo, would make a uh, a, a duo. Say yeah, <laughs> we would make a podcast. Um. <laughs> So I was reading the Power Rangers comic. I think it was about two issues after the first appearance of Draken. And when it was, I was really starting to feel the love for the franchise again. And I wanted to make a podcast. And I like, I know our group of friends and I know their commitment levels to things. So... I I went through I went through the list and of course you were one of the first people I thought of but you're also the only person I knew that wouldn't just flake mm-hmm. in the middle of it That's because true. Like, I'm hard to get rid of you know I could go on and on with names and why they wouldn't work mm-hmm. and the only downside to you was that I had to pick you up. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. That's honestly very, um, very touching. This is a real thing you're hearing right here. Nothing. But I was about to say nothing prepared, but we don't prepare anything. So yeah, it's, like, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah the real the only downside to you was the fact that I had to go to you and pick you up. So, I mean, like, I called you about, or I texted you like 20 minutes after after the idea, and I went through the pros and cons list in my head. Yeah. And I was like, hey, do you want to do this? And I don't think that, I don't think it was like I sent the text and then I waited hours. Like, I sent the text, and then three minutes later, my phone pinged. Yeah, dog, I'm in. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty me. That, yeah. Like I can't, I can't. Um, that sounds exactly, exactly like me. So I believe that, and that's you know what, we did okay. You know, we're not done. It sounds like I'm. <laughs> I mean, it like, sounds, sounds like you. It sounds, it like, sounds it, like you're. It sounds quitting. like all in a career. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We're not done. We're not done. I was just saying, like you know, but but so far, we did okay for for what like, and I'm still very proud of the goddamn work rate of this fucking show. No one can outwork us. Christian Craig. Christian Craig. <laughs> Good job. I mean, I, I mean, maybe... Uh, Craig, outwork everyone. Yeah, I mean, maybe the people that make your favorite documentaries, the Chris Chan documentaries, maybe they outwork us, because, I mean... Oh, he, that guy is... Uh, yeah, man. Like, uh, the Christorians he, that you follow. Christorians, yeah. I aspire to be a Christorian. I'm definitely... Like, I'm, I'm fully about that life now like i would i would like historians uh i i, I, I would like to call myself one of i call myself an aspiring historian time I yeah i said i said something to uh to young tony mm-hmm. about you wanting to be a historian and he said well to be a historian you have to add to the lore and i said i think i think alfredo knows that yeah that, that's exactly it that's exactly it like it is it's not so much just learning everything 
there's something you have to bring to the table to the to the pantheon of of, of Christery. So it's it's daunting, but man, I never got to be paleontologist, <laughs> but maybe I'll be a Christory. Yeah. You know, she's oh I guess I guess we don't really have to talk like, any more about right, the episode, I mean, but like, it, it really is like a little girl gets shot, the world <laughs> gets turned to rust, and like the Rangers get sucked in a goddamn space hole. Yeah, and that's fucked. But it is that's like the last it. minute and a half of the episode. Like the <laughs> the rest crazy, of right? the rest yeah. of it's just torture. Yeah, it is. This is a bleak not, fucking episode, but I'm and so not torture it. for you, the the viewer. Yeah, not not like listening to this podcast is torture, mm. but yeah. it's like the Rangers are getting tortured. You don't know if Mira's still alive. Mm. The fact that you're seeing Bull don't walk around Choriki Base is kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, the fact that hundreds of thousands of people get murdered. It's not like they don't pull the like they don't soften it. You know what I mean? They don't like pull back at the end here. I mean, we'll we'll see what the next we got two episodes. We'll yeah, see what the next two episodes do to like rectify this if there's some damage control. But like as of right now, they don't do anything to soften this to make it to to take away from the whole finality feel of it. People are fucking dead. The earth's gone. They won. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know, like we'll have to see what could possibly be done in the next two episodes. And I feel like this was always the vision for Oral Ranger. Like originally Jesus. I feel like this was always the vision of Oral Ranger when it was initially you know drafted up as this anniversary big time show. Yeah, heavy stakes, hard times and shit. But like, hell, man, it's hell making media. Apparently, this is the only episode in the series where Goro does not transform into O Red. So, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say? Or do you want me to wax poetic about past podcasts some more? Yeah, you can do that. You can I don't. Wax I don't really want to. I don't really want to. Shit. Yeah, I'm not going to wax poetic about past podcasts. So, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. I promise, starting next week, I'll be higher energy. I'll. Be, I'm gonna. I get to sleep on Sunday, and I get to sleep on Monday, which is. That is um. A recipe for success. That sounds delicious. Yeah, man. Yeah. That. That's uh, that's a thirty-three plus year old delicacy. Right yeah. Yeah, I get we're to both, sleep both over that, so. two nights in a row. Maybe it's like thirty-two. Thirty-three, thirty-two. Around there, you like that shit. Just sounds sexy as fuck. Like horny. Yeah. Make you horny. <laughs> that's sweet oh and i get to go back to my closing shift which means that i, I get to do stuff yeah. mm. 
I like now genuinely sleep like a cartoon with the honk shoe, you know, the, you know, like I do that. That's what happens when you pass. I'm going to be real with you, man. You've slept like that for a long time. Oh, have I? Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. I know I, I know I snore. (laughs) I know I, I know I snore like a, like a beast, but I've shared some rooms with you. I've, I've slept in the same space as you. You're not you're not as bad as Armenio, because mm-hmm. man, have you ever shared a room with that guy? No, I did once. I have a like I like I have a feeling, you know. That, I mean, he got. Oh, this sounds no. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I gotta say it now, just so you hear it. You're gonna yeah, it. yeah. But like, but like, I was like, he got gout, you know, and it's like anyone that got gout. That motherfucker can break down walls with the snores. Man, I got gout. I know. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want I don't to like, have, put our I don't have, business out there. I don't have cane gout, but he, I know he's got cane gout. Yeah, he, got, he does got cane gout. Man, I always felt so bad because like, when I was working with him, just with the boss, I was like, I could do that, dog. Like, Don't worry about it, you know, but he would just... Like it looked like he would walk like he had a hole in his foot. You know? he, like he, it, he's got a big old pain in his big toe because he likes to eat decadent. Rich man's disease. Kings, baby. Kings. Well, thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every week. You can catch us on your favorite podcatcher. If you like the show and you want to hear more of this show, more of it, Patreon.com slash power playthrough, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get these episodes ad free, but just for a little bit more, you can get so much content that you might get gout. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to get content gout from how many episodes are on the Patreon. It's insanity. So head on over to the Patreon, give us $5. And go get gout. Right. Rainer, they're the best. They're the reason that we have a show that has a theme song. Head on over to rainer.bandcamp.com or breakcheck.bandcamp.com and get yourself some of that music and also buy a pin with a lime on it, you know, and just let them know that this is what you squeeze over your chicken. You ever do that? You ever just get some fried chicken, squeeze a lime over it or a lemon? Fried chicken, no. Mm, you should do it. I will. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I will do it. Yeah. That's everything we got. You know, we're on social media, but, you know, that shit's fake. It's a construct. You don't need to be on it. You don't need to interact with anyone on it. Time isn't real. Money isn't real. Language isn't real. You've heard us. The only thing thing that's real are those Kirby covers on the balls at Target, and you need to go steal them. All right? Have a good night. We like you. Maybe we'll love you. We love you if you're on the Patreon. If you're not, we like you. But, you know, steal a Kirby ball, send it to us. We don't have a P.O.O. box, and just but just throw it in the air, scream to power playthrough, and a bird will come get it. Good night. Yep. <laughs>